0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the
1: Air. Well, this is Gambling Harm Awareness Week, and we thought we'd take an opportunity to explore that with Bronwyn Pal grubb who's the team leader of the Salvation Army's Oasis programme. Bronwyn joins us on the line now. Maureen, good to have you with us, Bronwyn. Kia ora. Thank Ro- you. Now, Bronwyn, um, let's, uh, let's just acknowledge how things have been, of course. You would have come into the, all the planning for, for Gambling Harm Awareness Week with the hope that uh, you could have, across the country, I suppose, acknowledged this with some programs and things that would have been bringing people together. We found ourselves in a lockdown situation, effectively. What has that meant in terms of the way you've uh, rolled out your plans for Gambling Harm Awareness Week?
0: Well, what we've done at Oasis is we have um, made a Awareness Week program on our Facebook page, and that's the Salvation Army Oasis. And what we've done is we have created a competition, the first 100 people to enter the competition with um, something weaving your way to well-being as our story. Um, they will get a prize. A, a, a giveaway bag, not a prize a giveaway bag and then um, we go through some people's contributions and we have got some very exciting giveaway things for their contributions on how people weave their way to well-being. So we've got online online um, present uh, you know place, for this this year, so that was a very good thing and that's through our Facebook page and our website Oasis Salvation Nz. Gosh, I'm sounding like an advertisement, aren't I? But that's how it works. <laughs> so Brom, this year at the
1: moment. What have you been asking people to contribute to that, um, to that online? Um
0: I, I that's not my complete key thing, so I think your complete complete Pictures, what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're trying to keep well. It's well-being,
1: yeah. It's uh, an yeah. interesting time to. So be- it's
0: on the of Tapafar um, site, uh, a way of being, looking after all specifics of yourself.
1: Okay. So you know, here we are. We find ourselves at a time when uh, people are. Necessarily restricted in the most part, or have been to to their homes, to their bubbles, and you know, I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts on uh, on what the impacts of that are for some, for those who have, uh, um, you know, gambling issues. It is a period of lockdown or a period of, um, I guess, you know, stress around lockdown or or uncertainty around employment and so forth? Are those um potentially um, moments where they might be at further risk
0: yes well I'll just say that last year last time the we got we had a little bit of information we collected some information just that's not widely known um, because it has, it has a, the Sky city um, has, a, has last year in lockdown had, increased I don't know what from, from to 48,000 registered people to do online ga- ga- gambling and that was from they started an online service so pe- people um, increased and that affects males mostly 20 to 30 years of age and um, working between 5 to 10, doing it between 5 to 10pm Wednesday to Sunday so it's increased the online gambling, it's increased um, this is just from last year from 2019 it was only 5% of problem gamblers were online and now it's 30% so the isolation has increased the online gambling and it's more secretive because you can't go out and people are out in their garden doing it they're at home doing it it's a good escape all their coping mechanisms at the moment yeah, not a good escape an escape for them. That's how they see
1: it. And I guess online gambling services, I mean, there's been a proliferation of those anyway, right? So it's just compounding on um, an issue that must be of great concern for those who are working to help people with gambling issues.
0: It certainly is, because we can't um, monitor it um, because there's, how can you monitor overseas websites? How can you monitor um, the money spent? How can you monitor other things? So we don't, and we have no legislation. The Department of the General Affairs has no legislation to help support this at present. So support trying to stop it. Um, the banks have been very, very. Recently, proactive, the Kiwi Bankers, I think it's Kiwi Bank, have said that they will just see if they'll monitor if someone's using the online casinos and pokies frequently, and they will try and just talk to the people and give them the opportunity, the the owner of the bank account, the opportunity to block these sites from paying on their cards. So that's a really good thing that that's that, but. As we say, we, can't, we don't know the figures, really. Only the people that come in and see us will give us a little bit of information.
1: So you mentioned that it can be quite a secretive thing. Um, but I also imagine that at times like this, uh, it, it will come up as an issue, perhaps someone's partner notices and, and, and picks up on it and is concerned that someone is either returning to unhealthy gambling practices or maybe even doing it for the first time. Um, what, what advice would you give to, to someone who's in that situation where they perhaps know someone who's close to someone who they're concerned about in that regard?
0: There is two ways of doing something about it. You can mention it, but a person who's gambling doesn't want to hear. And um, so the, there are takeaway things you can do that what we do is, is part of Oasis. And we we see people, we see the significant others. We talk to them, we call them people, their family, whanau, friends. We talk to anyone who's been... Um, being Involved with someone with gambling problems, the age of um say so seven to ten people are affected by one problem gambler, the person who's gambling, so we can support the family members to support themselves to manage this situation. Um, yes, and it's a it's a tricky one because no one with a problem likes to be told how to do it, so that's how we come in and supporting. The, the significant other who has to deal with it and working out how to support them and getting strong and being grounded and living with someone with this addiction.
1: So you have an 0800 number. Is that an operation during Alert Level 3?
0: Yes, yes it is. Now this is Danita noca isn't it? Yes. So, uh, so just my cell phone number, I'm, I'm working. We're all working. We're working flat out, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Um, and my cell phone number is zero two one eight zero three one six seven, and I you can get through to me on that time. There is our um, website that you can do um, put do a referral talk on that, or leave me a message, and I can get back to you either in any way possible
1: website is oasis.salvationarmy.org.nz Let's talk a little bit about the OASIS program and and, and putting aside perhaps the current situation that we find ourselves in. In the the normal run of events through the year, um, how would you describe the OASIS program, your mission and how you go about your work?
0: Well, we introduce ways well, what, people come in to the office of Salvation Army, the main office down in um, opposite Briscoe, and they sometimes come in and we visit them and we talk with them. Um, we see them and ask them if they've, what what they'd like. Um, some people, I, I see people mostly straight away because it takes so much courage to 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 come in, so I do it, we do it straight away because it's um, it's better and we can make an appointment, but if the receptionist, they come into reception. Not at this moment, it's not open for everyone. It's under level two, it'll be open, but you can ring. And, and we say, yes, so I'll contact you and talk with you. So um, people come in of their own volition. We see family members who are fed up. They come in and we talk or just wanting strategies or talk online. We've got an online Skype service that my colleague does. He works with people online and talking to them. Um, Multi-venue exclusions on the coordinator for that and we can exclude people from venues around uh, the Otago region and um, central Otago and that that goes out to the venues and then they can't go into the venue because they've decided to make a ban for themselves.
1: Yeah, so that's a mutual consent thing, right? Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes, it is. They apply for it, and, but once it's done, it's done for the period of time.
1: And do you find that uh, venue owners are happy to um, to play ball with that?
0: Yes, it's a national coordination multi-venue exclusion service, and it's, and we've uh, the Salvation Army has a contract for that. So, our um, our um, the national person that liaises with the venues, the societies, and the Department of Internal Affairs runs that, and I we send it up to him, and he sends it on to all the venues. He's got it onto a digital. Process that it's emails now. So yes, yes, it's fully, fully correct, fully authorised under the um, the host responsibility. It, it's it's a it's a law, N- a law. You know, it's it's all under law. Yeah,
1: Roman, I mentioned. Is this like? Other addictions where you might in fact form quite a long term relationship with some people who who might have to revisit this issue several times through their life
0: correct absolutely correct um, I'm very lucky at oasis because we can we see people and then we get them over the they 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 get themselves together with us over the part of gambling but sometimes you've still got the same way of thinking and being um, and we can, I, we just support people how they need to be some people stay for a long time some people just have a few sessions um, some people just do MVEs. but yes, the door is always open for either continuing care or um, not yeah it, it's, it's, it's flexible It's very, we're very lucky.
1: Well, the theme, of course, for Gambling Harm Awareness Week, and you've mentioned it, Bronwyn, is weaving your way to well-being. That acknowledges that it is, uh, you know, it's a health and well-being issue as much as it is anything else. And uh, you're collecting some of those great ideas and stories via your Facebook page at the moment. So people are still able to do that. It is Gambling Harm Awareness Week through until Sunday. How long uh, do you know, you ke- are you keeping that um, open for people to to share their stories, Bronwyn?
0: Um, it, it finishes on Monday, but I'm sure we'll keep it open. We're pretty flexible. You know, there's no harm in managing other things. But um, I haven't, this is a national-led thing, so I haven't discussed if we're going to extend it or not. Um, from from the Sunday, there was um, quite a few people wanting their goodie bags already. I think it was up to... 87 I think yesterday so I don't know how many today so get on the line and have a look and we will always want your contributions, we always want your contributions
1: and your
0: support and then that links to our website You can do a family whanau quiz you can do um, you can do your, your own quiz about your own gambling if you've got a bit of a problem with your gambling or you're not sure, you can do a quiz of that on, your web, on the website. So there's lots of ways to be well.
1: And there are lots of ways to get in touch with someone if you want to discuss an issue that's going on for you or someone in your family fauna around gambling. Uh, Brom has mentioned the website oasis.salvationarmy.org.nz Salvation Army Oasis nationally has an 0800 number as well. That's 0800 530 000. And there's another gambling helpline available too. 0800 654 655 or you can text 8006 to have a chat online. And Roman's even very kindly said, hey, if you're in this part of uh, Otipoti, Dunedin, you can get in touch directly with her on 021 021- 803167 Bronwyn, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on the awesome morning show, all the very best for the rest of Gambling Harm Awareness Week for you and for the success of the OASIS program through the year
0: Thank you and please don't hesitate, anyone, anything anytime, we're really willing to help we know it's a hidden thing and it's really easy to, to hide but please anyone can contact us Kia ora Thanks, Bromwell. Okay, Kia ora. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.